Welcome back to another episode of Disciplology, a podcast where we talk about all things discipleship. Mary and Chris, today we are going to talk about spiritual gifts. So I love a good test, not an academic school test. I did poorly in those, but personality tests or even spiritual gift tests. What boy band are you tests? I love all of those things. So you live on Reddit. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Or BuzzFeed, right? Yeah. Uh, so we can find our spiritual gifts uh, listed in 1 Corinthians 12. What are our spiritual gifts meant to do for us? Yeah. Well, I think we see in 1 Corinthians 12 that they're meant for the edification of the church. So often I think we can make spiritual gifts about us uh, where we want to be, we want to have the cool gift or we want to be able to say, this is, this is what God's given me to do. Uh, when really the goal is that we would serve other people with our gifts, that we would build up uh, the church that we're in and edify one another with those gifts. Do you know what your gifts are? I know what mine is. Do you know what yours is, Chris? I, I do, although I've taken the tests. And when you say tests, there's so many spiritual gift tests. Sure, sure. With different different ways. Of, so I've taken them over the years, and uh, I had to look back to see most recent tests, what, what I came out with. You want to? I mean, we're sitting on the edge of our seats. Are you going to tell us? Well, I thought I didn't know it was going to start with me, but yeah, I, no, mine is um, shepherding um, or sometimes called uh, preaching. Right. And then um, uh, evangelism. And uh, yeah, those are the two biggest ones. How have you seen those manifest in your life? I mean, it's yeah, I, I've seen it in my life uh, throughout, especially my ministry when I've, kind of discovered what God called me to do. And so when I went, became a pastor, I could definitely see the evangelism gift come through me because I wanted to reach those that were outside of the faith. That was a driving um, part of who I was and what I wanted to do. And then uh, helping people get discipled and shepherding people in my care. I just, I, I care very deeply about the people that are in my circles. And so, yes, it, it permeates my life. It's a natural part of who I am. But it's also helpful, I think, when you take the test to recognize that in yourself and be able to utilize it. I, I always tell groups to uh, do a test or read a book like Shape is another kind of seminal book about spiritual gifts. And, and then that helps people figure out how they can be useful within the group. How can they serve the group? How can they serve, you know, somebody may have the gift of administration. And so they can kind of serve in that. They may have the gift of exhortation, which we know, Andrew, you don't have. I don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. 0%. But that's all right. Um, You know, all of these gifts can be utilized within the body of the group Mm -hmm. and not just the church as a whole. And so knowing that really helps people fit in um, and serve the, the people in their group. Yeah. Mary, what about you? Um, so my primary gifting would be teaching and then leadership or shepherding groups, that type of thing. Um, and unlike you guys, I think, uh, for me, the test was not as fun because you see what's at the bottom and I don't really like to know what's at the bottom where it's like, mm, giving mercy, mm, ouch. Right. Um, and so those are, you know, those are a little challenging to look at, but I think what is most encouraging is when people within your church recognize those That's things right. and affirm them. I've had great pastors who have affirmed those gifts in me, have challenged me to use them in specific ways. 
Uh, and so I think that has encouraged me to then recognize, like be aware of the people around you and recognizing those gifts in their lives as well and being able to say, hey, I see this in you. Do you see this? Make sure you're using this because God's really gifted you in this way. Now that doesn't uh, exclude you from doing like the dirty work that needs to be done at church. Uh, I served as a children's minister for a long time. And my favorite excuse was like children's ministry is just not my spiritual (laughs) gift, Um, which I was like, that's true. But also you have five (laughs) children, so you're going to serve back here or just like, I don't want to take the trash out. I want to do something more flashy or something you know, in, in front on stage. And, uh, and so I think it is helpful to remind us too, God has given us a body to serve. And when there's a need that we're able to recognize, uh, it's very likely he's also calling us to meet that need. If you have an awareness of the need and you have the, the means to meet it, the time to meet it, then, then that is another way we can serve uh, by edifying, edifying the church with our giftings. What I think is interesting is that my gifts are leadership and service, um, but we're all different, right? Mm-hmm. And so it all works together in the church to build up the, the church and realizing that we, you know, an eye needs to be an eye and an arm yeah. needs to be an arm. The eye shouldn't want to be an arm, right? And so working within our differences will only help build up the church. Mm-hmm. Even Paul in in chapter 12 talks about you might want the greater gifts, right? And that there's division in that, uh, that congregation. And so how can we as a church uh, avoid some of that or mitigate some of the division that spiritual gifts might bring on? Yeah, I, I think it's in how we approach gifting. I think, Mary, you hit on something that I hear a lot. It, it's not in my gifting. I'm not ready for, or I'm not built for that. There are times, there are seasons that we will be doing things outside of our gifting. Sure. I mean, that just, that's just the, the way life works. I'm not good at exhortation, but I still need to do it. Exactly. Yeah. When I planted a church, um, there were a lot of things that I did for the first two or three years that I did not love, that mm-hmm. were not my gift. Um, you know, I don't have the gift of mercy. I don't have really the gift of servant, but I spent a lot of time with people at hospitals and because that's what I needed to do in that season. Now, if I had stayed in that for an entire career, then that's when you're going to burn out. That's when you're, when you're serving, but understanding that there are seasons that we have to serve outside of our gifting in teaching that to our body, but also making it uh, easy for people to discover where they're gifted and then plugging them into the right places you talked about kids ministry and I completely agree that, uh, yeah, there are times when we need to be serving in kids ministry, but you know, if we're, if we're, uh, kind of equipping people and we're giving them a way to find their giftings, if they hate kids, it may not be the long-term solution yeah. for them, right. but they may love greeting people in the parking lot and that's the right place mm-hmm. for them, but it's allowing them to find that through a test or through a lot of churches do like a church 101 or 201 where you can discover your gifts and then let's help you plug in so you can serve where you're most gifted. Yeah. It sounds a whole lot like some intentionality. So as we've talked about discipleship, intentionality and availability go a long way. And so if a church is just a little bit intentional with where to place volunteers based mm-hmm. on their spiritual gifts, they might see more fruit out of that. Yeah. Sometimes we think if, if it's a warm body, 
right and they're breathing right then 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 we'll we'll plug them in i see that a lot of times with groups mm-hmm. that when a church is trying to launch groups or launch new groups oh man uh, joe's got time and he's available he should lead a group well that group usually is a disaster sure you know and sometimes people will step away from a church because of a bad group experience and you can trace that back to Joe shouldn't have been leading a group. That wasn't his gift or he wasn't prepared. And so I think you're right. It's intentionality, discovering where people are and then plugging them into the right the right places. And that's the beauty of the design of the church too, is that often if there is a hole, it means that someone in the congregation isn't using their gift yet. Uh, and, and I think we see that, of course, in a church plant situation, you're going to have less people. In a lot of cases, you may have less need you you need less teachers uh, but the beauty is that we are a body and that God is going to equip the church to have all the pieces it needs uh, to serve one another and so that's really encouraging to me it also challenges me to say okay who in uh, my small group is not serving right now and where where can I be a helper to like help them find that that footing because uh, we want we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus, and so if I'm only able to be uh, the eyes or, or the the mouthpiece, I need someone else to to step in and be the hands. And so uh, the design of the church is that God has equipped us to be a body. And so you talked a little bit about like the greater gifts. I think within our churches, um, there can be this idea of like, oh. I'm just gifted with administration. Like, what am I going to do with that? No one needs my help. When we all, we all need more of that. We all need help. God's gifted them intentionally for the church, the body that they're in. Um, And so, yeah, I I just want to be a helper to like connect those people where they need to be. Yeah, we tend to elevate certain gifts, don't we? Mm -hmm. Within the church, if you have the gift of preaching, you have the, the public um, stage gift, then that, that is treated better than a gift mm-hmm. of administration. And it's, it's completely backwards. Yeah. Completely backwards. And I think we're seeing a lot of that structure kind of falling now mm-hmm. with, with some of the things that COVID has brought on with the church where sure. there's not the platform, there's not the stage that there used to be. And there are other gifts that are really needed, like yeah. shepherding, um, you know, that's so vital right now in the church, even more than that, that public um, stage gift. It's not lost on me that you just said that your spiritual gift is the most important right now. Oh, yeah. No. Right. Uh, it's it's true. And and it's been uh, it's been too low on the scale. For <laughs> yeah, so of course long. it has. Of course. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out that in chapter 12, when we talk about spiritual gifts, chapter 14, Paul talks about mm-hmm. spiritual gifts. But if we read the whole book as a as a whole... Sandwiched in between those mm-hmm. is the love chapter, right? Chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. The wedding is, chapter, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and so I'd like to make the argument that Paul is saying, here's your spiritual gift, here's your spiritual gift. In the middle, in all of this, mm-hmm. is love. And so then how do we go about, as we are using our spiritual gifts, to build up our church body in love? How do we do it? Yeah, it comes back to intentionality in a lot of cases. Uh, Motive is a big player here. Uh, And just continually being reminded that this is a gift that the Holy Spirit gave us upon uh, believing Christ and trusting him. And it is for him. Uh, It's for his church. And so I think when you continually keep that in front of you of like, this is not a gift for me to celebrate 
in the quiet of my home or to celebrate on the internet. Uh, but it is a gift for me to exercise in the local church that that just becomes an outpouring of love. If you are reminded like this is a gift, this is a calling. Um, and it's, it's a, it's an honor to get to That's serve right. as a representative of Christ That's in that right. way. I think it's also the posture that we have to have if you're a church leader of helping somebody discover when they're not in their gifting yeah. and what their gifting is. Um, you know, I've seen it go bad so many times when it's not done in love, when yeah. it's not done the right way, when somebody has just told you're not good at this, stop doing that. Um, when we're, we're not lovingly coming alongside them and saying, let's find out what you are good at. Let's find out where you are passionate and let's find a space for you to serve in that gift yeah. um and, and it's tough to do it's hard not not everyone's meant to sing Andrew. right i oh yeah i know thank you <laughs> thank you well if you're interested in learning more about your spiritual gifts we'll put a link in the show notes so you can find that test but also reach out to your small group and say where am i gifted i would like to know more about this and then start a dialogue about your spiritual gifts mary chris once again thank you for being part of this we will see you all next week.